It's the Empowerment Perspective Radio Show, hosted by Demiso Josie, Kareem Spence, and Miss Stacy Sanderson Dick. Stay empowered. Stay empowered. Well, all right. Welcome to yet another episode of the Empowerment Perspective Radio Show. I go by the name of Demiso Josie alongside Spence is here. And Stacy Sanderson Dick. I feel like we're back to our roots right now. No guests in the building. It's just us three. I have no idea what we're going to talk about today. I'm just joking. I know what we're going to talk about today, but it feels good just to have us back. The ladies held us down last uh, last time. How did you feel on that show? We were good. We were good, I think, until we sat down, and then the disclaimer came in and the music came in, and I think we both got a little nervous that we had to run the show ourselves, so I'm glad you guys are back, but I think we, we made it through. You made it through, and your topic was social media, right? Yes. And um, and all the pitfalls and, and things of that nature. Um, as a parent, um, your kids are starting to get to that age where they're starting to dabble a little bit in the social media, or they're not quite there yet? Mine aren't allowed to have it yet. Why not? Um, not ready to go through all the pitfalls with them yet. You're not ready. It has nothing to do with them. No, they're still a little immature. I think they're not quite ready. Hmm. Are you sure? Because it really sounds like it's you. No. I, I think they're ready. No, I don't think so. Uh, not yet. They're, Good. they're 12. They'll be 13 in a few weeks. I'm just not... I think at this age, it causes more drama than anything. Listen, if they're a teenager, they're already on social media. You just don't know about it yet. Nah, not out... <laughs> Listen, no, no, I just no. gave a presentation, a short presentation on social media. There's this phenomenon called a burner phone. And what you don't know as a parent <laughs> is that they have a phone. It might be a friend's phone. It might be an old phone, but they have a phone. And if they are on social media, you don't know about it. If my kids have a burner phone, uh-uh. No, no, no. no. Like you're no. about the wire. That's what <laughs> That's like they about. definitely have access to social media. Matter of fact, I think he befriended me the other day. Who, Avon? No, her oh. son. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you might, might want to check. He went under the alias of your name, so okay. he might be posting under you. Oh, could be. Could be. My husband's always on mine. He doesn't have his own accounts, but he kind of looks through mine and scrolls through mine. Now, what is that about? I, I, I want to get into that, too, because I know a lot of people, married couples, that have one account. Is it a trust thing, or is it just that? you just what too lazy to set up your own. What do you mean, one account? Like, we got to have the same Facebook account, yeah, too? Like, yes. Oh, their names are tied together. It'll be like so-and-so and their last name. Like, they're together. Yeah. Like um, oh, no. Johnny and Kelly such and such. So, wait a minute. Not only do I have to have the same bank account, I also got to have the same Facebook account? <laughs> you don't have to have the same bank account. I know people that have separate bank accounts, too, that are married. Yeah. If, if we're going to go down a separation road, we have, we have to go all the way. Everything's going to be separate. Okay, everything's going to be separate. Everything is going to be So separate. you're not sharing a social media account with your significant other? I'm not even too sure if I want to share the same house. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get my own crib. Oh. That is very interesting. Why do you, is it just because he doesn't want to be on social he, media? He doesn't want to be on social media. He actually goes through and looks at like boats and stuff hmm. online. So I have a lot of boats come up that are for sale and he scrolls through like the yard sale sites and stuff hmm. like that. But he doesn't want social media. He doesn't care about it. If you start seeing YouTube videos pop up, <laughs> yeah. that's your son. That's my <laughs> son. Let, let you know he has access to your account. <laughs> Frankie couldn't be with us today, so shout out to her. She uh, yes. was also, we guys had a lady from NBC on there. Yes, correct? we did. About Somebody that she media. interned with. So mm-hmm. it, it was a good, we, we made it. Adam yeah. was a... Uh, Pushing us through. He helped us out a lot, and we, we got through. Wait, y'all, y'all got Adam to talk? No. Adam said no, nothing. No, he like nodded his head, okay. but that was good. We just needed a little support. That's like a sitcom. You got Adam's on the other side of the fence. He ain't yes. talking. He just nods his head yes or no. 
That's really interesting. Uh, well, on today's show, we're going to have uh, Kaylee Wickersham from the Innovative School Summit coming up shortly. Um, and we're going to talk about the wonderful work that she's doing down there. And we're going to get to the bottom of how you petted your way into us getting into Atlanta and, and all the wonderful things that we got going on down there. I don't know if we want to share that secret. We, we don't want nobody to go down and try to duplicate it. I don't this is true. This yes. is, we'll give them a little bit of how that happened. Okay. Um, and and, and the, your, your skill set that you have that <laughs> we're going to be using. <laughs> more often for sure uh but i do have to take a personal story okay um and i'm gonna get really really personal here um i just got out the hospital not too long ago i have a blood clot in my leg and um everything's fine and you know i'm on blood thinners and all that other happy stuff so take care of yourself out there um I don't know where it came from, probably riding around and traveling a lot and sitting down but um get, make sure you take care of yourself so they put me in a hospital and they're supposed to have these HIPAA laws, right? It's supposed mm -hmm. to be privacy, and you ain't supposed to know about other people's stuff. And yes. I'm in the room with somebody else. I hear the whole entire conversation. I know mm -hmm. his diagnosis. Mm -hmm. I know every single thing about him. Mm -hmm. I think they're breaking the law in the <laughs> hospitals when you ha have room with somebody else. Because that, he didn't know me from Adam. Mm -hmm. He just giving me no, no, no Not pun intended, Adam. Adam. But, uh, he didn't know me, but I okay. know his whole medical history right now. Okay. I even know where he works. Oh, wow. Like, okay. I, it, should I be taking it personal that somebody else probably has my information, too? He should. I think, yeah, because I think right there, because he can get on the phone like, yeah, you know, Miso's in here. <laughs> <laughs> and he can get out a false diagnosis like, yo, you know, he got full blown. And all of a sudden, everybody in the world. Everybody else yeah, don't mess with me. Huh? He got the hip, absolutely. It's really, really interesting. <laughs> I do not have anything other than a blood clot. Oh. So if you're listening to this. <laughs> all, all it takes... All it takes is with your phone, right? You, you're typing something, and the phone auto-corrects, and it, right. he just hits the send button because it just happened to me recently. And I looked at it, I said, oh, no, I didn't mean to send that. But, yes, it, it can happen to you, too, hmm. especially if they find out what your diagnosis is and they give out the wrong diagnosis. That is. Don't you different. think they have a protocol set up, though, for that, like some type of protection when they have shared rooms? No, no I they, literally walk out the hospital with all this information. Ain't nobody say, yo, you got to sign this. Don't, you know, you know don't spread oh, this word out. The disclaimer. Then. <laughs> yeah, I would think something's in play, though, when you have shared rooms throughout the entire hospital that when people come in to talk. Nothing. Well, you would think that with the amount of money that they cause to stay in the hospital, that they would like build like a false wall. Soundproofing. Sound mm -hmm. Yes. All they have is this little curtain. And I guess the curtain is supposed to keep out all the information oh, all that it. the next person is sharing. So I'm sitting there, and they got the TVs on. I got in there at night, and I like to watch TV. I think Duke mm. versus now North Carolina and Michigan was on. So I wanted to watch okay. the game. I had the lights on, and my man was sleeping. He was mm. like, pull that little curtain closed because <laughs> it's too bright over there. So I'm trying to keep the, you know, the noise down to be uh -huh. courteous and things. And then the TV just goes off. It's been like off. Like, like it went off. I turned it back on, and it went off. Like, curfew. Like, like curfew. In the 80s? <laughs> like in the 80s? Like in the 80s. I'm like, where where do I put the quarter in to keep the TV on? Like, right in the middle of the game. I'm like, yo, what's going on? So I was like, all right, maybe they checked my insurance. was like, yo, he, the insurance don't cover TV. <laughs> we got to take that away or something. Either that or the insurance doesn't call, cover ESPN. You can't have this <laughs> can't in your have package. Both. Yeah, but I did watch the Sixers game, though. Okay. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, so to switch gears a little bit on in Facebook and social media land, we reached out because the Empowerment Perspective Group is about helping people. We yes. want to help as many people as we possibly can. So I put a little post out and saying, um, is there anything in your life that you need improvement on and how can the Empowerment Perspective help you? Mm -hmm. We got a slew of responses. We're going to be answering two of those on today's show. Okay. Um, and the other ones, you're going to have to follow us on podcast land as we switch over to that. 
um, to answer those. But two of the questions, the first question came from a, a person who's very, very busy, mm -hmm. and um, he's trying to stay motivated. Mm -hmm. And he wants to know, how can you stay motivated? Um, and I, I kind of want to pose that question to you guys right now, and I'll give my response. But how is it that people can stay motivated? It, it, well, I guess the, the motivation is actually intrinsic. So it has <clears> to come <throat> from within. Uh, but more importantly, when you have your why and your purpose, mm -hmm. that should be something that can actually keep you motivated. Mm -hmm. So again, when we always talk about, you know, your, your morals and values, you know, we have God and mm -hmm. for me, then it's me and then it's everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, but when you have your, your purpose of going out and actually wanting to help people, you, you can't just stop and say, okay, I did enough. Mm -hmm. You start to start looking at yourself and reflect on yourself, what else can I do? Right. How, how much further can I go? How far can I push, you know, to be able to go above and beyond what I already did? So actually what you're doing is you're looking at your yesterday and what you've done. Mm -hmm. You're looking at where you're at today, mm -hmm. and now you're looking at tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be the same person that you were yesterday, then you're not growing, you're not improving. Mm -hmm. So in your case, you have daughters. Right. And in your case, you have a daughter and a son. So, so now what happens is that, okay, I have to model and set a baseline for my family. Mm -hmm. So if I want to have master's degree so now we know that the 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 bar now is set that daddy has a master's mommy has a master's now you need to get your master's nothing less we're going to settle for mm -hmm. what do you think i think a same kind of answer is you have to define your why at first and mm -hmm. make sure that it's strong enough to keep you um moving forward but i think a lot of times we get stuck we get in a rut and we need to take that step back and re-examine what we're mm -hmm. doing mm -hmm. and kind of focus on the why again and kind of start over mm -hmm. sometimes. And it's okay to start over. There's times when you're gonna get stuck. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna break this down in, into two different parts because the one part he talked about um, being involved in a lot of things. And I got a sense that he was being a little bit overwhelming. Everything's overwhelming for him. Um, and people ask me all the time, you know, how do you, you're going to get your doctorate, you're your assistant principal, you're running an empowerment perspective group, your husband and all these, you wear all these different hats. Like, how do you do it? And, um, I think time management is number one. Um, I don't waste a whole lot of time. So um, there, there's times where I'll shut down and play PlayStation and do things of that nature, but I don't do it every single day. Um, the other part is that you, I think you need to compartmentalize your life. Um, for example, when I'm an assistant principal, I don't think about the empowerment perspective group. I don't think about home. I don't think mm -hmm. about anything. I'm in the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I'm home with my family, it's, it's family time. It's not work time. So I mm -hmm. think um, a lot of people get overwhelmed that are involved in a lot of stuff because they're worried about trying to answer stuff that they have no control over right at that particular moment in time. Mm -hmm. So I, my advice to, to him is one to you need to start to compartmentalizing your life and, and, and you know, taking on tasks and being in the moment of those mm -hmm. tasks. Two, you need to stop wasting time because I know there's a lot of time in the day that you're going to the water cooler and having conversations about nonsense and, mm -hmm. and um, you, you know, you're watching Love and Hip Hop for hours on end and reruns and all that Netflix and all that other stuff. That's time that you're wasting that you could be getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. The other piece of this, um, at least I'm going to go a little personal here. I feel like I don't have to be motivated. There's times where I need to be motivated. Like you don't have to stay motivated. Mm -hmm. um, there's times where life ebbs and flows. There's, mm -hmm. there's gonna be times where you're gonna be down and that's the time that, that motivation needs to kick in. Mm -hmm. Goes back to your why. Mm -hmm. You need to have a why in order to, to make that happen. Um, but it also, it goes a little bit deeper to me. Um, why do I need to be motivated too? Um, and I look at it as uh, people get down on themselves People uh, at that particular moment in time, people will think that they're less than or they can't accomplish or why aren't they in a, in a position where they uh, want to be in their life. And, and I look back at it as 
there's everyone has baggage mm-hmm. and everybody has a story and i think when we get hit our low point that's when we start really sinking into ourselves and reflecting back to all the baggages that we have so in order for it to be motivated we have to cut that baggage and part of me writing life music was um i asked myself i said what if i just told everybody that i know all my inadequacies all my setbacks mm-hmm. it's kind of like the movie eight mile right okay. yes he's battling when he was battling the freestyle yeah. he said i'm gonna tell you everything yes. that <laughs> you possibly could think of about me yes. and the person had no response yes so i said what if i did that with my life and just put everything out there mm-hmm. and 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 it was so liberating and it was so free that i don't have to worry about that baggage anymore mm-hmm. um i think a lot of people are afraid to do that um, because one, you care you care too much of what people think, mm-hmm. and two, I think that um, you you don't want to go through that pain. But I say all of that mm-hmm. to wrap this all up is is that <clears throat> you have to cut that baggage. Then you don't have to worry about. Uh, you're going to understand that you're going to fail, and mm-hmm. it's not going to eat you up as much because you don't have to worry about that that baggage. You're mm-hmm. going to fail. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, how many times have we failed at the Empowerment Perspective Group? Mm-hmm. Is I, I can we'd be here all day long if we told you about all our failures. Absolutely. Um, so in order to be equipped and be prepared for that, mm-hmm. you can't tie your failures into what happened to you yesterday. Because the world can care less. Absolutely. About. And the other thing that I want to point out, and even with the book and you, you know, sharing. The, to the whole entire world, I should say, the whole um, the global world about some of the things that you've been through. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens is that you empower other people to say that okay, if he went through all of this and he's still standing, right? How 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 can I even have an excuse? Mm-hmm. So we start removing the excuses when we start looking at what other people have gone through. Mm-hmm. People who have gone through you know much difficult times than you, and right. and still been able to stand tall. Mm-hmm. Overnight success takes about 10 to 15 years. Right. So, again, when you start removing the excuses of why you can't, mm-hmm. now what happens is, okay, why should I? Why should you? Right. Right. And that becomes a little bit more empowerment statement. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I know why I, I can't do it, mm-hmm. but now I know that I can do it because right. I've seen so many other people be able to to come. So, even we look back in history mm-hmm. and the, the amount of things that people had to overcome, mainly civil rights mm. that they had to overcome in order just to have a seat at the table. Right. There, there's no more excuses for people to say that they can't do something. Mm-hmm. We have too many people that have died mm. trying to do and show people and be that role model of why you can. Right, right. And the last bit of information I would give to the, um, the our listener or follower is that um, and enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us we we worried about the end product too much, and we you know we worried about well I'm not where I'm supposed to be right now in life. And then you find out when you get where you think you're supposed to be, be like this ain't what I had imagined mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah. Enjoy the process. Understand mm-hmm. that there's going life ebbs and flows. There's going to be peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. You're going to be down. Um, and then you you have to understand that there's a lesson when you're in your lowest moments. And mm-hmm. you, how can I you know improve for tomorrow and, and keep mm-hmm. and keep it moving? But if you don't have a why. All this stuff is is, is for not. Absolutely. Uh, we have to have a strong why in order for that to happen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry. The other part of the uh, next question we're going to have, we're going to answer that at the end of the show. We have um, a special call in uh, from, I don't even know where she is right now, because every time we meet her, we're in a different city. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> there's a story behind how how we all kind of met. Um, yes. and, and, you know, it was 
It was meant to happen. It was meant to happen. It was meant to happen. So we had. I think they they did it on purpose. purpose. Actually, I think it was intentional. It was set up. Absolutely. It was set up. It was intentional. So I called her. I was like, listen, I'm bringing down Kareem. I need you to keep his name (laughs) off the list. And this is how this is going. It was all scripted, right? (laughs) (laughs) So from the Innovative School Summit, uh, one of the directors down there, we have Miss Keely Wickersham. How are you doing, lady? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are wonderful. Where are you in the world of things right now, physically located? I am physically located in Columbia, South Carolina right now, but um, we run things out of Virginia Beach, Virginia. Mm, Virginia Beach, Virginia. And when you say we, yeah. who, are, who are we? What, uh, what do you do and who are we? Okay. Well, um, I work for AccuTrain. As you mentioned, I am the director of the Innovative School Summit. Um, and that is a professional development event for educators K through 12. Um, so, and as you said, uh, we're, we're normally all over when you guys join us. Um, this year for 2019, at least, we'll be uh, in Orlando in March, Atlanta in June, and Las Vegas in July. Right. So let's talk about the Innovative School Summit a little bit. Can you explain sure. exactly uh, what's going on there? Because I, it, it, there's several conferences that happen at the same time uh, for educators. Right. We exp- uh, talk about the Innovative School Summit. Right. So um, we really, I know you guys are big on the why, so we'll start off with that. Um, what I envision for the Innovative School Summit is that um, we know that educators are out there and it's tough. Um, so we feel like you guys recharge in the summertime. So we like to infuse you with um, motivational practices, um, best practices in the classroom, as well as research-based um, strategies in working with students. So as you mentioned, we present our events in a summit format. So what that means is in each of the three locations that I've already mentioned, we have five national conferences running simultaneously and attendees are allowed to um, free flow between the entire co-located event. So we have some summit wide uh, sessions as well as conference specific keynotes and breakout sessions. But the attendees are allowed to go where as needed um, throughout the event. How long has this um, been going on? Um, we started out with the girl bullying and empowerment er, in the girl bullying conference um, about 12 years ago. And since then, it has become this multi-location uh, summit event. And what made you get involved in, in mm-hmm. this whole entire thing? Um, it was actually kind of a fluke. Uh, our former owners, I was in between jobs, and they needed just a little bit of information as far as how to bring sponsors in. Um, so I started out consulting with them and enjoyed what I was doing mm-hmm. um, and eventually became the director. Got you. Um, I want to break down the process on how um, – people can get involved in 
I guess presenting at the Innovative Schools Summit, and because I know it looks different on your end, and I know what I experienced on on our end. Um, for mm-hmm. our listeners, if you are interested in presenting and in, in, say an Innovative Schools Summit, um, you would create a proposal and you would send that proposal down um, for an empowerment perspective group. We sent down. Um, how to reach and teach today's hip hop generation. Um, it was kind of a shot in the dark because I didn't think anyone would, uh, you know, bite on the title because of you know the hip hop thing. And um, you know, we sent that 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 proposal in, and then we there's a process that we have to wait to hear back. And it's kind of like you know we got your uh, proposal, and then uh, you kind of wait to hear yes or no. So once you guys get the proposal, what happens on on your end? Um, from there, we just kind of read through it to see how it might fit in with um, some of our established speakers. Uh, we are still accepting um, breakout session speakers, but um, we like to remain truly innovative. So even if you just have a really good idea, as long as it's fairly polished in your presentation, and I think that it's something that will work, I will typically work with you, even if it's not um, exactly what I'm looking for in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the acceptance process might be a little longer than some of the other conferences that people are used to. Mm-hmm. But um, you'll receive kind of a general, hey, we received your proposal, um, and then probably before January 15th, if you send it in now, uh, you'll receive an acceptance, a, hey, let's work on this, or a decline. Okay. From there, um, presenters enjoy a discounted registration for the conference um, of $250, but that gets you into your presentation, but we also allow our presenters access to the entire conference. Mm-hmm. So if they want to work on their own professional development, we allow that as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm not going to go there yet. Uh, I'm le- looking at Mr. Petty no, I'm over not, there. I'm uh, not, no, she told me, she was like, yo, don't speak. So I'm not going to say nothing. I'm, I, she, she checked me early. So. <laughs> no, you're going to speak. We're going to get there <laughs> in a second. Um, when educators come to the Innovative School, uh, School Summit, what can they expect like in terms of uh, what does the day look like for them or the week? Well, the week uh, looks like, and we are kind of mixing this up, so I'm going to throw a wrench into what you guys are used to. Mm-hmm. We have started what we'll loosely call pre-pre-conference sessions. So we're now offering in all three locations a day before pre-conference um, to add professional development. And then what you guys will be involved in in Atlanta, um, your session will be on the 19th from 1 to 4. But um, you also will be hosting um, three-hour intensive sessions um, during those two pre-conference days. And that gives you guys as presenters, but also attendees, a deep dive into any specific topic that is offered. And then when we open the conference, we have an open open plenary session. um, And that is typically... um, one of our big name presenters um, who is going to kind of motivate everybody, give them great information, and then we dismiss into conference-specific keynotes and breakout sessions. So at any given time, attendees are able to choose from eight to nine sessions, depending on the location that they've chose. 
Got you, got you. And if there are any educators that are interested in going down, um, we've spoken at plenty of conferences. I got to say the Innovative School Summit is probably one of the best ones that are out there. Mm -hmm. um, the added value for, for us coming down there also is the ability to network um, with other educators um, out there. And they come from all places and countries. You know, we've met people from you know, Washington all the way mm -hmm. to overseas. So um, they do a really, really good job of bringing educators and like-minded individuals together. Um, there's some definitely some innovative topics that are mm -hmm. down there. Um, so if you're an educator, uh, make sure that you hit up the Innovative School Summit. Um, how can they get in contact with you, Keely? Um, the best way to find out information is um, on the Summit website, which is the Innovative Schools with an S, summit.com, or we can be reached through accutrain.com. Okay, now does That's Accutrain awesome. also do any other professional development, or is it just? Um, we do. Okay. We offer um, two webinars. Uh, those are 90-minute webinars uh, per month. And then we also do one-day seminars all across the U.S. and Canada. And how can they get um, contact with, with those uh, seminars and web webinars? Through the AccuTrain website, and that's A-C-C-U-T-R-A-I-N.com. All right. Awesome. So I want to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to make Mr. Petty <laughs> speak here because <laughs> this is. So you want me to talk about it from my professional? Well, well, let me let me set it up first. All right, go ahead. And sorry, then, sorry. then I'll, I'll let set you up. let you. Uh, you got to go all the way back to the beginning well, yeah, yeah. where you didn't get your room and you guys were sitting in like the hallway outside yeah. my room talking about, yo, can you let me in your room? I'm yeah, like, gonna go I, all I don't know. Back I don't even our, know if I know you like that. I don't know. Our experience here. So I submitted a proposal to uh -huh. uh, Innovative School Summit uh, <laughs> with myself. Kareem and um, uh, Darlene, we got accepted to the Orlando um, conference. So we didn't really know what to expect. It was our first time mm -hmm. um, actually presenting together, all three of us. And it was the first time that, um, you know, we were uh, messing with the Innovative Schools Summit. So we go down there. Um, we're in Orlando. Nice resort. Mm -hmm. and, oh, the, you know, the resort was gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. I was trying to get in a swimming pool. It was, still, mm -hmm. it was still a little too cold out there. So we get down there, um, rented a car, and everyone had their room. Except for no, I had my. No, room. you had your room. Y'all didn't have rooms. We didn't have our yes. room. So we get in there. And of course, Mr. Petty, being Mr. Petty, he had to upgrade his. I, was, his, I wanted his the villa. Suite. Yes, he I was trying to get the villa. To get the suite. So that's how our trip started out. Uh, so we go in there, and then me and Darlene finally get our room. And come to find out, our room wasn't that much different than. No, it was the same room. It was the same room and a different building. I'm looking like, okay, why am I paying more for? They getting the same thing. It's like the same sound. It was the movie he was watching Strap. Yes, it's same sound. Same sounds. So, mind you, yeah. uh, Mr. Petty also lost the key to his room uh, oh. in the car. So, we're sitting yeah. in the hallway, uh, me and Darlene with all our <laughs> luggage and stuff. We can't, you know, we looking like we just broke into the place. Um, so, we wait for him to come back. We finally get in there. We all get settled, whatever the case may be. Our presentation still wasn't all the way put together. So, we started working on it while we was there, uh, checking out the, the scenery. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you pick it up from there. Okay. So, once we finish and we, you know, we ready, we go across. We go into the conference room, and you, you go sign in, and you get your stuff. Darlene, next, you go get her stuff, and you guys are walking around with tote bags, got a little name tag and everything. And now all of a sudden, I go, and I'm like, where's, where's my stuff? They're trying to give me the bag and everything. I'm like, no, where, where, where's my name? And they're like, well, I don't know what happened to you. Okay. Now it sounds like you guys are talking free. You don't have my name. Now, now I'm talking about, now we, we talking refund. Now you're talking free now. So what, what was the guy that was at the desk that day? He was in Atlanta um, as well. What was his name? He helps you out a lot. It was probably 
seven or ten? Yes. So it was either one of those guys, and it was like, um, hold on. And then it went and got you. <laughs> and I still was like, well, I still think that it sounds like that this is going to be free. So, And I'm still trying to get my villa. <laughs> so Mr. Petty was being petty at this point. Kaylee, can you explain to us what you were thinking at that moment when Mr. Petty was trying to get stuff for free? <laughs> well, <laughs> he definitely made quite the first impression, I'll say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he at least has a good sense of humor. Yes, he does. Now, um, <laughs> but I, I want to jump in just for a second because I want to let all our audience know. Mind you, we haven't even presented yet. She could have easily said, you know what? How about this? It's, it's canceled. You guys only get a chance to talk. Let's go home. Easy. She could have said that. <laughs> and I will say that we haven't quite sent the contract over for Atlanta, so I could easily <laughs> just have Demiso and Darlene. Ooh, that'd be bad. <laughs> that, 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 would really, that really would be But No, I'm behaving myself. I am right, right, on right. my best behavior right now. Ooh, that would Six be months later, I think that's bitterness. <laughs> I'm still a little bitter. You, you, you are hearing it correctly. I'm, I'm still a little bitter about this, that not having a name funny. tag. Name tag is important. Mm-hmm. It helps people be able to it, recognize who you is. are. Hmm. Uh-huh, it yeah. is. And I will say that your registration only had your first name. So we actually had a name tag for you. It just said Kareem F. That's all and he that needed. Was that. That's yeah. all he needed. I would have took that. I would have took that. So this year, Mr. Yeah. Petty should just be sitting on a name tag, right? yeah. waiting for him? Yeah. We're going to put yeah. a disclaimer outside the room, too, before everyone walks in. Their views and opinions uh, of the Empowered Perspective group does not yes. reflect the innovative yes. school stuff. No, I'm just joking. I, yeah. <laughs> we'll put it in the fine print. Yes, 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 yes. So, um but I also want to get a feel uh, because this again, this was the first time we were there, and it's the first time you guys really didn't know us, didn't know what to expect. After we presented, like what happens? Because again, for people that are interested in being able to present for you guys, like what's the process of saying that okay, you guys can come back, or you guys are, are done? Like how do, how do you guys make that determination for people? Well, we actually have several levels of speaking um, for us, so we we do have our keynotes that you know the big guys that are out there and have been out there that we pay to be there. Um, our pre-conference session speakers are compensated as well. But um, most of our conference-specific keynotes or pre-conference session people are just like you guys. Um, when Phil and I walk through, we do try to attend as many sessions as possible. And when we see something that we like, um, that we think our attendees need more of, then it is not unheard of for you to get a call back, much like you guys did when you ended up in Atlanta based off of Orlando. Mm. Um, And I just said, hey, if you're available, let's do another breakout session in Atlanta. Um, and that's also how you guys became a pre-conference session for Atlanta in 2019. But now if, I'm pushing. Now I'm pushing for Vegas. <laughs> now you're pushing I'm not, for I'm Vegas. not going to stop pushing for stuff. Now I'm pushing for Vegas. Hmm. Well, we'll, we'll see what you have in Atlanta, then. No, we have it. I'm telling you now. On the record, saying that we have it. Just go ahead and, and, and book us for Vegas. Yes. <laughs> Our our pre-conference sessions are uh, full in Vegas, as well as our keynotes. But if you guys do want to do another breakout session for us, 
I won't. I'll, I'll take Demiso and Darlene thus far. Wait a minute. You're being petty again. We are a package. We, we all come together. That is too funny. I don't know. That is too funny. Uh, <laughs> Who else is going to bother you if I'm not there? You're going to feel like something is missing. Um, Are you kidding me? No. Cafele will be in Orlando and Vegas. Trust me, I bring my own trouble. <laughs> did, did we find people. my speaker yet? Because I'm still looking for my speaker. <laughs> oh, yeah, he lost his I speaker. I have not found your speaker. It. He's being very petty. So, yeah. <laughs> again, one more time, Kaylee. We're going to wrap your uh, call up real quick. Yes. Um, how can okay. people get in contact uh, and get more information about the Innovative School Summit and AccuTree? Okay. Uh, again, the best way to reach us is through the website um, at the Innovative School with an S, summit.com. Or through AccuTrain, as I said, is A-C-C-U-T-R-A-I-N.com. All right. Just so you know, we're going, we're going to bring it in Atlanta. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're going to be calling us before you call Dr. Kalefe and all those other people. It's going, it's going to go down when we get down there. We're, we're ready. <laughs> we're ready and, and, and ready to, to uh, get back to Atlanta, back Absolutely. to the A. So, so I'll say this. Sounds e- good. Even though we don't have anything, we're telling you that we're ready right now. We can present t- we can exactly. present today for four hours if you need to. Absolutely. Well, you guys are a good fit since the Innovative Teaching Strategies Conference and the At-Risk and Struggling Students Conferences are in Atlanta. Awesome. So. Okay. Well, we thank you for your time. Thank, thank you, you for calling in thank today. You. And um, we'll be in touch soon. Oh, one, one other right. thing. One other thing. Have you worn yeah. the Empowerment Perspective T-shirt yet that we gave you? I have. Okay. Um, I, I actually pulled it out, so after this, I'm going to tweet a photo. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I need um, like four or five pictures. <laughs> for, for the next four, on Christmas, on Christmas, we need a picture of you next to the Christmas tree with the t-shirt on. We try and get oh, our numbers. Okay. We try and get our numbers up. See what I can do. Okay. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Thank you. All right. right bye bye. That was Kaylee Wickersham of the Innovative Schools Summit, um, one of our major contacts down there. If anybody's interested in doing what we do, the speaking and all that stuff, um, it really comes down to networking. And it yes. also, you got to understand, you got to start from the bottom. When we went to Orlando, there was mm-hmm. literally seven people in the audience. And, mm-hmm. But the right seven people were in the audience, and we still delivered it like it was 100 people in there. So mm-hmm. then that got us down to Atlanta and multiple sessions and all this other stuff. And then now we're getting uh, other opportunities with them. And that's not the only conference that we're speaking at um, in 2019. I'll let you know more as it becomes available. Um, But we're about to go to this commercial break. On the flip side of that, we're going to answer another one of our uh, viewers' questions. And we're going to have a year in reflection and a major announcement from uh, the Empowerment Perspective Group. So stay tuned. Come to the Ave in Vineland to visit the historic Landis Theater. On December 8th, the Bay Atlantic Symphony is having a holiday concert featuring Nia Franklin, Miss America 2019. Accomplished classical vocalist, composer, and advocate for the arts and education at the Landis Theater. The concert will also feature a children's chorus. Experience the holiday season on December 8th at 3 p.m. at the historic Landis Theater. For season tickets or tickets for this show, go to LandisTheater.com or call 856-691-3600. Hi, I'm Gary Monteroso, and I just love the sound of beer being poured into a glass. If you also enjoy a cold brew, then join Tara Nuren and me every week for What's on Tap. We'll bring you tasting reviews, some of the top personalities in the beverage world, and much more. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on 99.9 FM, 1240 AM, and online at snjtoday.com.
Are you looking for great homemade pasta? Made pasta? Pasta? Well, look no further. Conti's Pasta has been cooking up their cooking up their family's recipes, patties, 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 passed down through down through several generations right here in Vineland. But Conti's Pasta doesn't just sell pasta; they sell frozen pizza, pierogi, pre-cooked entrees perfect for small family dinners or large dinner parties, and have a full production line of gluten-free options. The retail store is open Monday through Saturday, and the website that includes free shipping is open 24/7 for real Italian homemade pasta and so much more. Think Conti's Pasta. All right, welcome back to the Empowerment Perspective Radio Show. I go by the name of Demiso Josie, along Mr. Petty and Stacy Sanderson Dick. We had um, Keely with the sham on. Uh, do you feel better, sir, about uh, your conversation with her? Um, I think somebody's. I think your pettiness is wearing off on people. Well, for one, it, it, it opens up doors. That's that's the one <laughs> thing it does. Um, but but the other thing is, is that I want my speaker back. I don't. <laughs> I'm still bothered to the fact that my speaker just disappeared and everybody act like they don't know what happened to my speaker. It did disappear. You left your speaker there and you walked out and then somebody swiped it. Yes. So technically when you left it, it was somebody else's speaker at that point. Right. No, my, my phone is still paired to it. It still belongs to me. You making it sound like it was like that scene off of Friday with Debo and they Deboed him for, the, for this <laughs> mob bike man. That's not what happened. <laughs> but you lost your key. Yeah. And you yes. lost your speaker, so I'm seeing a pattern here. It was a whole lot going on that day. It was. It was. It was, it was it, a whole lot. It really was. We traveled. It was a lot. You know, the, the airplane. You almost missed a flight too, if I remember correctly. You were late. No. Yes. Yeah. You I was were late getting to the airport. You guys yeah. were already there. And the, the plane was boarding. I was taking my time. Yeah. I wasn't in a rush. <laughs> it is always an adventure yes. with Mr. Petty. But I have to say, uh, he's a master networker, and he gets it done in his own unique yeah. way. He does get it done. Because I think that when we got finished on a breakout session, we had went and actually did an interview with Keely and a couple other people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when my speaker went missing. Mm -hmm. So we may have to sit down, bring some <laughs> black clothes with you, because we're going to recreate the scene with Nino Brown. Everybody going to be sitting at the table. At the table. Yes. And I'm going to try to find out what happened to my speaker. I need a dog, though. I need to bring the dog with me. Bring, yes. Yes. Bring Copper with you, and, and, and it's going down. Because Copper's really intimidating. Yes, absolutely. Listen, he can be very vicious. My dog is could be very, he'll lick you down. Absolutely. That's what's going to happen. Sure. For sure. So at the beginning of the show, we had a, uh, we talked about how to stay motivated. Um, we have a, had a view who um, sent in a message in and he, he has an issue with trying to stay motivated and we've kind of broke that down mm -hmm. um, a little bit. Um, another viewer wanted to know, he loves his job, um, but he wants to advance. He's in the educational field, but he mm -hmm. wants to advance and he wants some advice on how he can do that in the educational field. All depends on what type of title he's looking for in, in education. So, I mean, you can either, you know, be on, on the ground with mm -hmm. the kids that, that in the service department, that's teacher, counselor, paraprofessional, mm -hmm. or you can go into the administrative and the higher you go. And you have to understand that when you get to the very top, which is superintendent, mm -hmm. they're going to come a whole lot of problems. More money, more problems. Ain't that what Big said? That's exactly what Big <laughs> said. And, and most of those problems are going to come in how do you handle parents, mm -hmm. the people that you're supposed to service. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how to handle people, to be mm. able to diffuse any type of issue mm. when it rises, now what's going to happen is that in that position, you're going to become miserable. Mm. I want to stay there for a second because yes. I think a lot of people 
don't understand, you know, I make joke of it, more money, more problems, but it really becomes a question of, are you ready to handle what is, mm-hmm. is, is about to come? Whether you want to be a classroom teacher, whether you want to be a CEO of a company, whatever it is that you, that next step is that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, are you ready for it? Because mm-hmm. listen, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of, uh, you know, things that are put on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to prepare yourself for it. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, parenting almost like, you know, you, you're not, you can never really be ready to be a parent, but mm-hmm. um, you're really not going to be if you don't plan to become a parent and, mm-hmm. and you know, be ready for those things. So you have to have a certain skill set to be able to take criticism mm-hmm. um, and, and to deal with difficult, you know, situations, difficult mm-hmm. parents and things of that nature. Um, and, and it's a lot. And mm-hmm. coming from somebody that's an administrator, it, it's it's a lot on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to really, number one, ask yourself, are you ready for it? Uh, that that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Stacey? Well, I think sometimes you just see the, the good things that you want to do and, and the good side of the job, like in parenting. Everybody wants to become a parent for, you know, I'll have a, a kid and I'll raise it right and I'll do all this stuff. And then there's all the behind the scenes stuff that you don't see mm. when you're watching from the other side. Mm. So if you want to step up into a role and, and t- take a leadership role and have all the, the perks, I don't mm. think all the time you think, okay, what's going to happen when the curveball comes? Mm. I think another important piece is you need to ask yourself, what value can you bring? Mm -hmm. Um, I've come across a lot of people that, you know, complain and say, I'm not, you know, I didn't get that promotion or whatever. And they're always blaming somebody else. And a question I always follow up with, like, what value do you bring to your company? Mm -hmm. Um, Number one, and couple that with number two, you you networking. People Mm -hmm. see it as, you know, you're kissing up to the boss and all this other stuff, but you need to be able to develop a relationship with those people that you're going to be working with as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what value are you bringing to, you know, that next position? If Mm -hmm. you're just somebody that, you know, is easy, easily replaceable, um, it, you're not going to get that permission, that, mm-hmm. that position. Mm-hmm. So number one is that you need to start working on your skill set and mm-hmm. working on how you become um, irreplaceable and, and getting um, bringing value to that company. Absolutely. And, um, and understand too that there's a process. I went on. I would probably say a hundred um, interviews um, mm-hmm. and probably got one offer or two offers coming out of college. That process doesn't stop mm-hmm. when you you know you're trying to climb up you know whatever ladder. I mean I went on millions of interviews to become an assistant principal. Mm-hmm. Um, I interviewed with the school district two other times before I even landed this particular job. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I had to go back and do a self-assessment and try to figure out how I could add value mm-hmm. to that position that, you know, that I'm applying for. Yes. And, and more importantly, I mean, when you look at the job in itself, so you're talking about an administrator, what's going to make you different from any other administrator mm-hmm. what are you saying that's going to be different from any other administrator mm-hmm. so how and, and in fact how do you start to separate yourself from the pack mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and that doesn't just go for education it goes yes. for any any job that you you know you're trying to apply for i think mm-hmm. you know we live in, in this time of entitlement to people just think they should get stuff just because um they exist um and not really putting the work in Mm-hmm. Um, that work might mean going back to school. That mm-hmm. work might mean going to find a, a mentor mm-hmm. that's doing what you do and learn from them. <clears throat> um, that work might be networking with people and going on job interviews. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me speak about that for a second, too, because when you go into interview today, it's not your traditional one on one interview anymore. Mm-hmm. You always have a, a panel of people. And those panel of people will talk to other people. They know other mm-hmm. companies and other schools and stuff. So every time I go into an interview, I think about I'm not just interviewing for this 
school mm-hmm. or this company. They're going to have conversations with other people. I've gotten other interviews because of conversations that the people in that committee have, you mm-hmm. know, talked about. So um, understand that process as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times that position that you're applying for, even though you're applying for it, may not be a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So even, mm-hmm. even if the answer does come back and the answer is no, sometimes it's a blessing in disguise yeah. that you weren't put into that role <laughs> right. because it will probably destroy you. Yeah. yeah that's so easy. Issue. It's not, easy to say what you would do when mm-hmm. you're not doing it. It's mm-hmm. easy to say, oh, well, if I had that job, that wouldn't be going down. Mm-hmm. I'd be doing it this way. And then when you get in their shoes, it's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize they were doing so many other things mm-hmm. as well. Uh-huh. Jay-Z had a, a great line. Everybody's a critic. They want to show you how to do it, but they never did it. Absolutely. Um, that, that is something that it, that I live by all the time. And, you mm-hmm. know, and it comes it comes with the territory. You know, you have a certain job, you're going to be criticized by people that aren't in that. Mm-hmm. But until you are in that role, mm-hmm. you're not going to really understand that. Yeah. yeah, everybody can do your job while they're not doing your job. Everybody <laughs> right. can look at you like, you know what? He probably should be doing this better. I know. He, and they sit in, I want to talk about the teacher's lounge. Mm. We are coming with a teacher's lounge podcast soon. <laughs> but they sit in the teacher's lounge and they start to... Monday morning quarterback mm. every decision that was made. Yep. But yet, drivers. when you look at it, it's like, well, the only reason why we have a problem is because you caused he it. Caused it. <laughs> that is that is true. And with the entitlement thing too, I think I like how you said look, you have to trust the process. There's a lot of things you're going to go through to get where you want to be. Mm. Nothing worth having isn't. It never comes easy. Mm. Um, so people right now, though, I think we live instant gratification. We want mm. everything now. Like mm. we have our phone, we can get information, we can get everything we need now. So we want to be that person tomorrow rather than go through the steps it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. Part of the process, too. I don't know if it either. I heard it from Russell Simmons on a panel discussion. I read it in his book, Super Rich. But he tells this story about um, somebody that wants to be um, a movie director. And and the guy, you know, Russell Simmons is a billionaire. And the guy, kid comes up to him and, you know, he wants the contacts from him and all that stuff. And he was like, well, if you want to be in the movies, you need to go where movies are made. Yes. So he put him on a bus and he went to L.A. And then he got a job at an ice cream parlor. Mm-hmm. And he said, but you got to understand, you need to work that job like that's the best job that you ever had. Mm-hmm. So he went in, worked that ice cream job. And then somebody came up one day, was buying ice cream and was like, um, I like the way that you handle yourself. You present yourself well. I have a job at this clothing store. Mm-hmm. So he now gets a job at the clothing store, came with the same work ethic and same stuff. And then a movie director comes in and says, mm-hmm. I'm having this party. I like the way you dress type thing. And, you know, took them to this um, party where all the other industry people were. Long story short, his work ethic is what got him to that particular that place. He wasn't in the job that he wanted. He didn't want to be ice cream scooper. He wanted to be in movies. But mm-hmm. because he approached it with such, you know, ten, uh, tenacity and and, and, and believe that, you know, I'm going to do the best that I can right now, mm-hmm. it kind of got him to the point where he eventually gets into the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, your work ethic is, is huge and how you carry yourself mm-hmm. in that job is, is extremely huge. Mm-hmm. Um, the other piece is I believe that everybody has a gift. Um, God has given you a gift. Um, mm-hmm. and, and once you figure that out, um, that will also dictate what direction you should be going. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are fighting our gifts because mm-hmm. we think either your parents had told you that you should be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever it is. So you're trying to live their dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really are an educator. Um, but a lot of us, you know, I fought it for a long time. I went into the TV and I felt uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. television. I said, this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. And the more I started talking to people and mentoring, I was like, well, this might be the lane. Mm-hmm. Um, so for our, our viewer, I, I would also take a, 
look at the empowerment is going to have into our program. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> I like that. So I would also take a look at what the things that come natural to you mm-hmm. are. Um, is it conversation? Is it working with people? Not what you like, mm-hmm. but what comes easy to you. Yes. Um, and then start trying to find lanes to build off of that. Um, for us at the empowerment perspective, um, talking to people comes easy to us. Mentoring mm-hmm. people comes easy to us. Yes. The vehicles that we are using, to do that are, are extensive, whether mm-hmm. we're presenting, we're doing a radio show or we're podcasting, whether we're mentoring, uh, we just took our gift and put it in different cars. So mm-hmm. you need to be able to assess what your gift is. Um, and again, it's that thing that you come e- come so easy to, you don't have to think about it. Absolutely. Um, and, 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 and use that and kind of um, just run with it and mm-hmm. don't worry about whatever other people are thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, that is extremely, extremely important. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about what other people think. What's the matter, Stacy? I'm still on my own way. That's this. I'm, it's two thirds. The empowerment perspective has their gift going <laughs> full why, throttle. I'm still. Why do you think you're in your own way? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I wish I could get out of my own way. How do you do a cream? You could move. <laughs> <laughs> if something's in your way, you either go through it, jump over it, or you go to the side, but just move. What does that mean? I don't understand that comment. What does it mean to be in your own way? I don't know. I get sidetracked with things. Like, I feel like I just haven't tapped fully into my gift yet. I'm not sure exactly what it is. So I still keep trying to find it. And, and all the hats you wear, like you said, we way back in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, you kind of grade yourself every so often and see where you fall and where you're coming up short. And I'm still coming up short in places that I need to do better at. This so I'm is a trying. Great transition to where I want to go anyway, because I want to reflect back to when we started this whole entire process. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you have grown since then? A little bit. A little bit. I've gotten out of my comfort zone a lot more. I have to say, you, you are a lot more uh, comfortable in front of the microphone other than the first time. I remember the first time we sat down and did the podcast together, it was like you were a nervous wreck. Oh, my face was bright red. I couldn't <laughs> get a sentence out. It was a mess. Uh, but nobody was watching. I don't no. Know. Nope. <laughs> nobody. Okay. We had zero followers at that particular point in time. It wasn't even live. It, we never had to put that out there. Hmm. And I was still a mess. Did you ever put it out? Did you ever push that episode out? Yeah. Yeah. All we didn't edit it, came did we? Out. No, there's no editing here at the Empowerment Perspective Group. We don't do that. It's off the top. That's because we don't have the manpower. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You hear that, Adam? We don't have the manpower to edit. No. Let's <laughs> mess with you. Um, so you don't think you have grown since I think much? I have, but I still think I have a lot, of, lot further to go. Hmm. What area do you think you need to? I'm putting the spotlight on you right now. I know. What area do you think you need to to grow? Like, why don't why don't you think you are where you want to be right now? Just I need to step up with you guys and be able to to run with the big dogs. And I'm not doing that yet. But I do a lot of my time goes to my kids and and helping them get through things they're going through and running a house. Why are you shaking your head I'm for? I'm shaking my head no because I don't want you to continue to compare yourself to me or me so be you i so, want to just run with you i don't need to be yelling that i don't have a name tag I'm gonna but you, i'm gonna give you the key to what all we right. do here and all our listeners can can do this right um number one we don't care about what other people think of us and what they say uh we kind of just you know we believe in ourselves. we believe in our, our knowledge base we have a lot of experiences that we've dealt in life and we just tell people what we think and we just go out there, whether you, somebody's going to listen to us. One, mm-hmm. If it's one, two, three people, somebody's going to listen to us. And that's the people that we're, we're, we're speaking to. Um, and, and really, that that is the whole secret to what we do is just that we draw on our life's experiences. And we really don't care about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, like I said, it was very liberating for me to write life music. 
because I don't really everyone knows everything that there could possibly know about me. Mm -hmm. So it's it's so liberating. Um, and and again, you know, we do a lot of research. We do um, why research. I say our jobs and our daily life mm -hmm. is our research. And then we believe in connecting with people. So we yeah. just go out and we have conversations with people and. And if someone says no, they say no. And mm -hmm. we just keep it moving. Mm -hmm. That's really the secret to what, what we do. Mm -hmm. And we're not afraid to share our, our ties and our lobes. Mm -hmm. So, again, I don't want you to see what I'm able to do or what Demiso is able to do and say, oh, no, I can't compete with you guys. That's not what we need you to do. We need Stacy to be Stacy. That's it. All right. Just be you. And just be a little bit better than you were the day before so whatever it is that you have in your mind that you vision for yourself every day you should be working toward trying to get to the end result right and that's it i'm going to be me there's no question about it. I, I, the only person i can be is me i can't be nobody else i have to be me miso is going to be miso we need you to be you and not be afraid like i can't nobody's going to tell you anything different if, if we go into a neighborhood i grew up in where I'm living at now, nobody's going to ever tell you anything different about me. He's always going to say something he's not supposed to say. That's just what it is. <laughs> he's always had the disclaimers yes. what they're going to say. Day one, always had disclaimers. So just be you. Just be you. And accept right. you for who you are. Because if you can be somebody else, then go ahead and be somebody else. But you can't. You're Stacy. Be Stacy. Right. And at the end of the day, if you're not being yourself, you're living somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. And why would you do that? And, and our audience, if you aren't where you want to be in life, you need to evaluate why not. Or have you been trying to be something that you're not? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to live up to expectations of your parents or your friends? They had their opportunity. They had their shot. It's your turn to, to you know, blaze your own trail. Mm -hmm. um, and really where this came from for me is I have two older brothers that are twins and I came in their footsteps. Mm -hmm. One was extremely intelligent. The other one was an extreme athlete. So mm -hmm. I was like, and on Shishi, I said, what did that leave me? The dumb one? That makes me the dumb one, right? So <laughs> can't I, get right. right. Can't, can't, can't get, get right. right. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I have to blaze my own trail. I have to, you know, be true to who I am and mm -hmm. not, I'm not following in those, their footsteps. And, yes. it, and it's kind of working out for us. Yes. So at for, for at me, the end of the yeah. day. But for me, I, I had a, a, a father that was really strong. He gave me a lot of good advice. I, later on, I, I got a mentor that helped me be able to find my own voice. Mm. Um, I, I have older cousins. I have a brother that everybody helped me to become comfortable with me. Mm. And nobody wanted me to be a duplicate of what they were. They always tried do you. Mm. Don't try to be me. Just mm. do you. So it, that structure and that scaffolding that I had when I was young that actually helped me be able to grow into who I am now. Mm. Get an accountability partner. Um, Kareem talked about a mentor, but you also need somebody that's going to kick you in the butt and mm -hmm. saying that Wasn't you that what you're for? Huh? Isn't that what you're for? Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> You've kicked <laughs> well, me a few times. I, I if, if you want, I can connect you with my mentor, Dr. King. I think... And yeah, he'll, he'll say some choice <laughs> words for you. He definitely will, so... But those people that struggle with motivation and getting where you want to be in life, get an accountability partner. Um, get your team together. Mm -hmm. You consider yourself a brand in the company. Like you are creating a brand for yourself. In order for that brand to get out there, you need to have people around you that's going to be um, able to 
represent your brand and push your, your brand. Um, so whether it's a spouse, whether it's a friend, get an accountability partner, get a mentor, somebody that has done what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do the exact same thing that they're doing, but at least you'll be able to understand. Like I look at it as like there's a big hill, right? And mm-hmm. my mentor is already over the hill and he's coming back over the hill saying, yo, there's a lot of people over there. I'm mm-hmm. just preparing you for what's about to happen. So at least I know what's going to happen when I go over that hill. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing is just do it. Like, at the end December. of the day, it's yeah. simple. Just, yes. just do it. Yes. You never know what's going to happen. Don't mm-hmm. have any expectations of saying, uh, well, your radio show is going to go be syndicated over a thousand different mm-hmm. places. Because it may not look like that at the end. Just go mm-hmm. out there and do it. Mm-hmm. And just just do it. Stacy, just yes. do it. If, well, I didn't call out sick two weeks ago. I showed up. And <laughs> that was a big step for you. I that was scary. Said. I was scared. I was I was okay until I sat right here. And then it was like, oh, what did we just talk about outside? What did mm-hmm. we talk about prior to coming on the radio that we were going to talk about? And mm-hmm. she did great. And I, mm-hmm. I was really nervous. Over prepping. Yeah. And that's I was probably say, a lot of learn, learn, how to learn how to freestyle. Yeah. And I do. Because I do. I prepare a lot of stuff. And then I fail to execute. So that's I'm where I think I... am looking on your paper again. I didn't write you, anything. You don't have anything. Again, no. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> anything prepared to talk about today. Uh, I, I mean, that's a, the fine line between being super organized and, and being prepared. Being prepared. Um, I don't, uh, when we speak and we do our public speaking, we don't have any notes. And mm-hmm. we get on the radio, there's no notes. Be- I, because it, I can't, it's, it's too structured for me. Mm-hmm. And then if I don't do something, I'm upset. Like I missed that point B or whatever the case may be. Um, no, I know generally what we're going to talk about and let mm-hmm. just do it and see what mm-hmm. happens at the yes. end of the day. It's, it becomes really natural just to, because all we're doing is having a conversation. Yep. That's it. So nice. you remove the microphones, you remove Adam. Now it's just us three just sitting at the table having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So... Um, major announcement from the Empowerment Perspective Group. Um, I want to give a shout out to everybody who followed us on the radio. Um, but as they say, all good things must come to an end. Mm-hmm. Today is going to be our last uh, episode on the radio. Um, we, you can still follow us on our podcast uh, at theempowermentperspective.com. You're going to still get the great content that you get here. Um, but we'll be able to travel a little bit more, have a little bit more people um, on our show. Uh, we just dropped one with um, Dawn uh, Watkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check that out on the empowerment perspective.com um, we're going to obviously be presenting so educators if you want to know where the next hot uh, conference is make sure you hit us up we're going to be in Atlanta you heard us and heard her in June um, but there's also opportunities in uh, Orlando Vegas um, there's we might be all over the place who knows but um, mm-hmm. the important thing is we want to get our information out there to help you guys um, make sure you hit us up and also send us um, some comments and some questions that we want to be a blessing to uh, anyone that comes in contact with us. Mm-hmm. Mr. Petty, you got any last words before we sign off here? Well, if anyone in Orlando comes across my speaker, <laughs> it's still in my mind. <laughs> I would love to have my speaker back. Um, but, but I mean, in all seriousness, I just want people just to be able to embrace themselves. I ain't being petty, mm-hmm. but just em- embrace themselves and just love themselves. Mm-hmm. Stacey, any last words before we sign off? Um, I just want to thank everybody that's supported us through some of the causes we've done and the donations and charity that we've done. And thanks for listening and following us. And I'm going to try Mm -hmm. to find myself throughout this a little more, and we're (laughs) going to keep on trucking. We'll be good.
That's awesome. Um, this that reminds me, we're actually after we get off the air, we're going to our toy drive, the empowerment perspective. We're doing a toy drive for uh, the kids and chop. So if you haven't donated, there's still time to donate. We're not dropping that off until December fifteenth. Uh, we're gonna make it, be a blessing to these kids, and um, hopefully they'll have a happy holiday. Um, don't forget to follow us on the empowermentperspective.com. Shout out to all of our followers. Shout out to mm-hmm. Gary Monteroso who got me in this mess in the first place. I appreciate you. Um, Please, www.theempowermentperspective.com. Follow us and stay empowered.